You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Let go, forget it, move on. It's the title of this devotion. And there are things in this life, folks, we gotta let go of it. You know, when I was a young boy and would have temper issues, my dad would look at me sometimes and he would say to me when I was really upset, he would say, son, let go of it and it will let you go. And I'm so grateful that my father understood the spiritual powers that are given to us in Jesus because instead of correcting, he was empowering me. You see, there's a difference between you always needing to correct your children or empower them. And yes, we all need correction. Oh yeah, don't misunderstand. But sometimes folks, it's not that we need correction, we need empowerment to be able to do what we ought to. I mean, the Apostle Paul in Romans chapter 7 says, I know what I ought to do, but I don't do it. And I know what I ought not to do, but I do it. Who will help me? And then he says, Jesus, by his Spirit, enables me to do what I naturally am not able to do. I now live by his Spirit, and by his Spirit I am well pleasing to God. And that is such an important way of parenting, you see. But also for us, we need to let go of a life of failure. We need to forget it and move on into what God has predestined us to, a life of favor and blessings in His name. And the Apostle Paul, he says, you know, if anybody could be busy with himself and think he's something, it could be me. He said, because of all these attributes you all think are so amazing, I used to be the best of them, but now I've considered them a combined loss and rubbish compared to the priceless privilege of knowing my Savior Jesus. So now that which I used to boast about to give me credibility, I, I forget it. I let go of it. No, look what he says here in Philippians chapter 3, verse 13. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended. In other words, I'm not my perfect yet. But one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, let us, as many as are mature, have this mind. And if anything you think otherwise, God will reveal even this to you. Nevertheless, to the degree that we've already attained, let us walk by the same rule, let us be of the same mind. In other words, folks, you're going to always have areas where you still could argue about difference of opinion, but why not walk in the light you do have? Why not walk in the agreement you do have? Why, why always try to sniff out where there's still something that can be perfected? Why not acknowledge what is already so amazing and so wonderful? And the Apostle Paul had such a positive mindset, and I love his mindset. 
especially with somebody who was so judgmental and critical and harsh, becoming so meek and gentle, lowly, that gives me hope that I can walk in that meekness and lowliness and gentleness that Jesus says in Matthew 11, verse 25 through 30, learn of me that I'm meek and gentle and lowly of heart and you will find rest for yourselves. So many times we don't have rest in ourselves. We're still so judgmental, critical, irritable. You know, we see what is failing in another person and that is a darkness of your heart. And I, and I know you may not feel that way, but it is. When you can only see the shortcomings in others, that shows the darknesses in you. When you're full of light, you see light in others, even when there's only a little bit of it. God would have you have such a positive heart towards others that you say, listen, in the areas where we're still not completely, let's walk after what we do have. And let's trust God to perfect that concerns us and let's be positive about each other. I want to encourage you to have a positive heart and to let go, let go, forget, move on. Don't hold things from the past. And while I say that to you, I have utter compassion and heartfelt feelings for us who struggle with letting go Oh my goodness, I have struggled with that in my life so much. I remember how I lay down on the bed, and this is a long time ago, maybe 20 years ago, I lay down on the bed next to Virginia and I said to her, I said, darling, I'm so tired of this struggle with these feelings that I'm not good enough for God, that He can't trust me. And see, laid her hand upon me and she said, you will not carry this anymore. Jesus has carried it for you. Thank you, Father. Amen. That's all that happened. And I got set free. You see, whom the Son, Jesus says in John 8, verse 31, sets free, is free indeed. Jesus sets you free from the pains of the past, the failures of the past, the memories of the past, the things that try to push into the present that are actually not here anymore. They're just memories, they're feelings. They are things that are being kept alive by our own emotions sometimes or by circumstances in life. And, and so when I say to you, let go, forget it, move on. God would have us experience this power to be able to let go of it. And there's a difference between denying and letting go. I mean, God called Virginia and I out of Holland in 19, we left there on the 20th of February, 1986. And God had spoken to me three months previous, twice, in a very clear way. And, uh, you know, and so, I have to let go. Letting go is one thing. <laughs> Denying is another. I never denied my father, my mother, my brothers, my sisters. Oh no, I recently saw them and we had the sweetest time together. Sweetest time, could not be sweeter. But, I, but I'm free from it. Free to love them, but I'm not having that gnawing feeling that I'm not there anymore like I used to live there in the Netherlands. No, I'm free. You see, it can be a very healthy thing. 
And I know there's an unhealthy way of letting go, of forgetting and letting uh, and moving on. There's an unhealthy. There's people that are bitter, and don't you talk to me about it anymore, and I don't want to know about it, and, they, and they're angry inside. That's not healthy. That's also not the way that the Lord does it. And I know we can do that. And I've done that in different areas in my life, and I've had to repent because it then causes negatives. But God would have us in a positive way let go, in a positive way forget and move on. I I look at, for example, Genesis chapter 41, okay? Go with me to Genesis 41 for a moment. Okay, and I'll read to you verse 46. Joseph was 30 years old when he stood before Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And Joseph went out from the presence of Pharaoh and went throughout the land of Egypt. Okay, let's go to verse 50. And and to Joseph were born two sons before the years of famine came. Right? So how long would that have been? He was 30, so let's say he was about 35. Okay, why? Because the years of plenty that began at that moment was seven years. So before the years of famine. So let's say within the next three, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven years, this happened. Okay, so it didn't happen overnight, but it happened within not too long of a time. It says, and to Joseph were born two sons, um, Ashnet, two sons before the years of famine came, whom Ashnath, the daughter of Potipharah, priest of On, bore to him. And Joseph called the name of the firstborn Manasseh. Yes, and that word Manasseh means making forgetful. For God, he said, has made me forget all my toil and all my father's house. You see, Joseph carried within himself a pain of having been hated and rejected by his brothers, but the Lord made him forget that pain and that toil he went through as a slave for so many years. And the Lord made him forget. And that's the kind of forgetting I'm talking to you about. It's time for the pains and the resentment and the hurt and the sorrow of some of the testing trials you've come through. It's time for you to forget that pain, for you to forget that toil, for you to forget that hardships, and for you to have a smile on your face to say, wow, God is good to me. because. It says, in the second son he called Ephraim, for God caused me to be fruitful in the land of my affliction. That God puts a smile of Ephraim on your face and that you say, wow, look what the Lord has done. He made me forget and move on. He made me forget and move on. Come on, the Lord is making you forget and move on.
into a new day, to be bright, to be renewed in your youth. As Psalm 103 says, He satisfies me with good things so that my youth is renewed like an eagle. It's, I feel the Lord's renewing is here. The Lord's restoring youth anointing is here. The Lord reviving is here. The Lord bringing you into a new day. Forget, forget, let go, move on. Can you hear me today? Amen. Well, well, come on, step into it. Step into it by the Holy Spirit's power. Let go of it. Don't let the devil keep pulling on you. Let go. Let go of it. Let go. Forget it. Move on. It's a new day. In Jesus' name. Amen. Have a good day.